Okay, Got and then it. and then briefly, have, so have you ever? Uh, you've never listened to the show, right? Uh, I think I have like a long time ago, but it's been okay. a hot minute. Okay, cool. I'll I'll run you through. I'll run you through the basics of it. So it's like yeah. So it's like we have this light conceit that I'm like a radio DJ in the Mushroom Kingdom. Okay. So it's like I'll introduce it like it's a radio program, okay. and then uh, we'll introduce you. We'll talk about games we've been playing. Yeah. Um, I will. Uh, we'll talk about the news. <laughs> Great. The video game news. Great. We'll take, we'll take a brief break. Uh, and then when we come back, the main event today will be, we're just going to talk about streaming in general. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, don't, no pressure to be funny or anything. And don't, you know, you didn't need to bring any, like I'll walk you through everything. Um, and I have like, I have some bits for us on the main we, event. That we'll we do. love that. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. We love a bit. Yeah, it should be fun. It should be fun. But it'll just be you and I today. Um, Is there usually more? So I mean, some. it depends on... It depends because the episode... Like every prem, every episode's a different premise, basically. So it's like, uh-huh. so today I'm I'm treating you more like a guest, but like we do episodes where there's like eight people on, and we're doing like a huge panel, like oh my god, like uh, doing like a fantasy draft of Super Nintendo games or something. Are you always a DJ in the Mushroom Kingdom? Well, sometimes I'm like a ship captain piloting a spacecraft. Okay. Space. Okay. And then, but that's only like when we have to take a voyage as a as a collective. Nice. You know. Nice. Um, yeah. It's just like it. It has like the lightest framing device, but it's not. But then we drop it almost right away. Okay. Great. You'll see. Great. You'll see. It'll I'm be, down. It'll, let's it'll let's sense. do it. Okay. Cool. I'll get us started. Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros, Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today we're talking all about streaming. That's right. California streaming, folks. We are, uh, we are hitting the cyber highways and pumping out content for you, for all the lonely men and women out there <laughs> on Twitch <laughs> with nothing else to do better than to watch us play a video game, but I couldn't do it alone. No, I have but one member of the Zoo Tycoon crew here ready to make you laugh, make you think. We have, for the first time ever on Video Games and Comedy Show, Oliver Endall is hey. with us. What's up, my guy? What is going on? I'm so happy to be on this radio show for the Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging the reality of what's going on here. Not enough yeah. people acknowledge reality these days. I agree. I agree. I'm a little unclear if we're on AM or FM uh, or okay, what the standard fair. is, but I just know we're broadcasting. Um, uh, we're on MM, which stands for uh, uh, M- Mario's Mushroom. Okay, nice. anyways, uh, we I are, uh, Oliver, something you do not know about this show is that everybody who comes on the program gets their own custom sound effect, their own custom sound drop. Oh my God, amazing. Are you ready to hear what your uh, 2023 custom sound drop is? I'm, I'm very excited for it. Let's, let's hear it. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the show, Oliver Endall. Please, sir, I want some more. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. So a little Oliver the, Twist in keeping is with your a name. Little, I mean, hundred percent. Well, it's funny because, like, did you ever see Oliver and Company? I did. Oh, and um, I loved it. That's fantastic. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. But I did not discover until later on that that movie came out very near the time of my birth. 
So oh. I always asked my mom, I was like, why'd you name me Oliver? And she's just like, oh, we just like like the name. And I was like, it wasn't because the cat movie. <laughs> and then I discovered that it literally came out right during that time. So even if it was totally subconscious, she was clearly hearing ads yeah. on the radio, seeing posters for it. So mm. I, in my book, I'm definitely named after Oliver the, the Orphan Cat, which is based on Oliver Twist, the right. sound effect we just heard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I uh, without a without a doubt in my mind, that's exactly what was happening in, yep. in nineteen eighty eight. Okay, yes, yes. you're the dragon. That's wild, man. We're only one year apart. For some reason, in my mind, I remember when I met you. So, full disclosure for the audience, we've met many a year ago, well before the inception of Video Games and Comedy Show. Oliver and I have been friends, <laughs> and we'll get to who Oliver is here in a second. We'll let him kind of explain you know what like who he is and and all that stuff but when we became friends i remember thinking like meeting you and then you told me how old you were and i was like oh man like i'm i'm like a dinosaur compared to this guy <laughs> but only one year that's, that's not bad yeah. at all that's not bad at all yeah, yeah no that's nothing yeah um well great uh so oliver is on the show today here to help me talk about video game streaming a concept that we have touched on, and obviously our show has done many streams, and and listeners of this show know that, and have been a part of it, and it's been very fun. But you know, we uh, Oliver very recently decided to get into the streaming game, uh, so to speak, and uh, I, uh, I want updates. Yeah, I, I'm here to I'm here to I'm... collect some updates. I got to hear how it's been going for you. We'll talk about it more in the main event, but Oliver, for the listener at home. Uh, how would you sort of describe yourself like uh, and 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 what's your history with video games? It can be brief. No, so do we want like a career history and a yeah, video game yeah, history? Yeah, okay, great, yeah, great, a little great. bit because yeah. you're you, so, you're kind of you have kind of a cool job, I think. Well, I mean, who knows? <laughs> subjective, subjective. It's very uh, subjective, but, but I enjoy it. But I don't know if everybody would. Says it's, it's cool, Daddy. And when I say cool, I mean. Uh, yeah okay great that's i love that you have the dj board like this <laughs> yeah. is truly we are on the radio show in the mushroom kingdom and i'm yeah. not talking about being at burning man um, no 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 but no, no. yeah the mushroom kingdom being burning man yeah no exactly. Oliver, oliver's job is definitely and it's non <laughs> it's not toxic okay <laughs> amazing uh, anyway yeah. uh so video game history um is I got the uh, Sega Genesis as the first system oh. and Sonic 2, uh, oh. which was the jam, which led to Sonic 3, which was also very fun. Oh. And then uh, from there, I never had the Super Nintendo, but played games. Uh, and then we got, you know, the Nintendo 64, which was life changing. And oh. I was just talking about this the other day, like people nowadays don't even know. Do you remember the first Mario Party? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember how you'd have to turn the controller sideways and put your your palm against oh, yeah. the joy and just yeah. like turn that thing until you got blisters? Mm -hmm. And we like, if you think about it now, it's like you're playing a game, you know, right. and you're just like <laughs> <laughs> putting yeah. your whole body into it and getting blisters. And uh, yeah, people nowadays they have no idea, you know. They don't. But, they uh, really they really don't. That's like a um, it's like a relic of the past. This uh, idea, although like. You know, I, I think about to games as toys a lot, and uh -huh. it's like it's like we could do with some more games as toys. You know, like yeah, truth. 
truth. Yeah, give me some. Like, uh, VR feel, could be that. I think. Yeah, I feel like yeah, VR and AR especially. Like honestly, oh, yeah. VR is cool. AR I think is going to really change the world. But uh, anyway, so N sixty four Dreamcast. I was a big fan of uh, Fantasy oh. Star Online. Was like my absolute jam. My first foray into like the world of online gaming, and back then, yeah. like you had to get the keyboard attachment that you had to then plug into the Dreamcast, <laughs> and like it was yeah. such a pain in the butt. But that have was you ever really seen good. The, have you ever seen the GameCube uh, keyboard controller? No. So when when Fantasy Star Online came to GameCube, they made a controller that was you've seen a GameCube controller, right? You know what the yeah, I had the like? GameCube. That was also fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they have that controller except. They've cut it in half and put an entire keyboard in the middle oh of it. Oh my god, I think I vaguely remember seeing images of yeah. that and being like, wow, that design is just yeah. <laughs> practical. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and just yeah, not not super appealing to look at. No. Uh, and you anyway, look really yeah. uh ter- you look like an idiot playing it, I'm sure. Oh, I can't imagine yeah. how somebody actually looked. I mean, I would love <laughs> I would love if there was like a Super Smash Bros. competition and just that Someone one guy that, who was yeah. like, exactly, like, this is the one I'm used to playing, you know? Yeah. Like, looks like he's got like a foot long Subway sandwich yeah. in his lap while he plays. Uh, yeah. Great. So, um, yeah, GameCube, uh, Dreamcast, those were all fun. And then eventually, uh, oh, PlayStation 2. Uh, but my only two PlayStations now have been the PlayStation 2 and now the PS5. Yeah, um, great. And then got the Wii, got the Wii U, got the Switch. I've lived on the Switch the past few years. That was actually my only video game system from basically the time it came out until yeah. like two or three weeks ago when I finally got a PS5. So I've been living on right. Super Smash Brothers and uh, Breath of the Wild and all those great Switch games. And um, I briefly, I got into Fortnite actually when it was available on Mac machines. So, and it actually like ran on my M1 MacBook Pro or whatever, or maybe not the M1, maybe it was the Intel chip I had back then. Either way, it ran pretty well. So that's what got me into it. And then that went away. So then I played it on Switch, but that was awful because the Switch just cannot keep up with that amount of data. Um, So then I like went away from it, got the PlayStation 5, and then I was like, ooh, I like want to get into streaming. So now I'm kind of back into Fortnite and starting that. Uh, And then career synopsis is I was like a professional ballet dancer. Mm. which is very random, but I started in the lowest level of San Francisco Ballet School, ended in the highest, uh, got had various offers to go pro across the nation, and then decided to stop dancing ballet altogether and uh, actually start doing ballet photography, because this was like 12 years ago or so when the visual internet truly like was in its absolute infancy. Like, I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. If you punched ballet into Google, like you would get like four images and they were all awful. Mm-hmm. So not to say that good ballet photographers didn't exist. There was a lot of good dance photographers. It's just their work wasn't online. Hmm. So I started uploading dance photography pictures to Facebook, which immediately went viral, and then um, joined Instagram really shortly after it launched. So I was the first dance photographer on Instagram, which was hmm. very beneficial and kind of like kickstarting my career. Yeah. So you I mean, right back, place, right time. You, exactly. You Timing right matters so much. Uh, back then. It was insane because also people were signing up for Instagram and didn't know what it was. So like there was no rules. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was good and bad. Like internet behavior was a lot worse. I used to just, I would post a photo and monitor it for hours because people would just come at you with like the nastiest things you've ever heard. So I was just like deleting comments left and right. Um, But at the same time, like gaining like 10,000 new people organically like a month easy Mm -hmm. because everyone's signing up every single day for this new thing called Instagram. Yeah. So nowadays it sits around half a million followers on Instagram, uh, I think even more so on Facebook. And I've branched out from just doing dance photography. So dance photography is still my bread and butter and I'm like a dance photographer, but I'll shoot like fashion, editorial, celebrity, 
Um, I'll do like a wedding here and there if I know the person. But uh, yeah, just kind of like doing photography, traveling it up and living that life. But at the same time, also uh, working kind of like being an online personality. So I'll put out like a lot of comedy videos, uh, whether they're like dance related or not. And then also kind of trying to get into the streaming thing now that I have a PlayStation 5 because I've always been kind of into video games and just want to dip my toes and see what that's like. Yeah, as early as I can remember, you were like smashing away. That was like your. I uh, love smashing. Yeah, yeah. You loved it. You loved to smash, and and I would come over to your place, and we'd play. You know, Smash Four on the Wii U was yeah. the one that because I I think when we met, like the Switch wasn't even out yet. I don't think it was. Yeah, I think yeah, we were still it, in the Wii U phase, mm. which that was not a well designed system. <laughs> like I still have mine though. I still have it. I loved. I mean, Mario Kart right dropped for that first, and like yeah, Smash dropped right? for that first. These are both unbelievable games. Like Breath of the, the Wild. Games, Exactly. Like the games were there. It's just like the system design and also most importantly, the marketing. Yeah. Just people were like, is this the Wii? Like, <laughs> Right. I know. We did a whole because um, it was the Wii U's uh, birthday last year. It was like nice. the 25th, not the 25th, 15th birthday, maybe the Wii U. Wow. That's so much older than I thought it'd be. Yeah. Because it's like, didn't it come out in like 20? 20- 14 or maybe that's it's like wild yeah anyway so it's like 20 maybe anyway so uh the wii u turned had a birthday and we did a whole bunch of stuff about the wii u but i found that we ran out of content like we ran out of stuff to cover about it so quickly because it was like it was such a short-lived system and it didn't have totally. a ton of games you know first party yeah. stuff great but yeah and then that's uh, so funny was there yeah. any big takeaways from that that you guys like kind of uh either rediscovered or discovered yeah, the big takeaway was when this like when the Switch first launched, there was still like a good reason I think to like hang on to your Wii U. Like there was mm. enough stuff sort of locked to the system. Yeah. And Nintendo to their credit has done such a good job of porting all of the best games from the Wii U to the Switch at this point. Yeah. That there really is only two or three like reasons to hang on to it. Like, okay. so, so, and that's kind of unprecedented, right? Cause like yeah. we, for example, a ton of stuff's locked on that, you know, yeah. and we may yeah. never see it again, like on a different console, but yeah. we, you, they were like, I, I think they took the L and then they just I, started. I honestly think they did. I, I'm, yeah. I would be so curious. Like we never get to see this kind of like behind the scenes look at video game companies like that, which I think is such a mistake. Uh, Cause I feel like so yeah. many video game companies and tech companies are still living the era of like Steve Jobs, Apple where it's like secrecy was really beneficial. Right. But nowadays, like I always say, because I'll do social media marketing and consulting when I'm not photographing just for fun. And like, we're truly in the era of like transparency. Like almost the more open you can be and the more you can show about the development and the behind the scenes, like the more jacked people will get about like what you're creating. So I'm so curious, when was the point in the Wii U's (laughs) lifetime where Nintendo was just like red alert, like all hands on deck, we got to just basically make the system we should have made in the first place. Right. I yeah. think that, I think that 2015 really felt like the last true year for the mm-hmm. Wii U. Uh, and maybe it came out like 2013 or something. I, mean, I don't think it was very long, but it was like, that was the last time that I remember like Star Fox Zero came out and like, mm-hmm. uh, this is before Breath of the Wild. This is, you know, uh, 26, 2016 was like them getting ready for their spring launch of the Switch. So you started okay. to see all like the marketing of the Switch come out and Breath of the Wild was being shown at E3s and stuff. That's back when we had the E3s still. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I, I forgot about Dinosaur. E3. 
like freaking dinosaur over here. Are we on E4 now? Like- the Gen- yeah, <laughs> Gen Z is screaming at their laptops listening to me talk right now. Um, uh, Oliver, it's good to have you. Uh, thanks for joining me. Before we get started, uh, before we move on to the news, I do want to hear uh, what have you been playing? I understand there's probably a lot of Fortnite going on. So you're more than welcome to talk about that. But but on top of Fortnite, there's also, like I said, I'm brand new, like three weeks into the PS5. So, and especially coming from the Switch, I mean, dude, the optimization of 4K (laughs) for the system is insane. Like I got the Spider-Man, Miles Morales game. I got the Star Wars. uh, It's the redheaded dude. Is that called, what is that, Fallen Order? Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've I've played that very minimally, but I played a lot of the Spider-Man. I think I'm on the last level uh, narrative-wise for that. Gosh, so, and great, that's great just game. such a blast. And I didn't even know it was like the story was set in the wintertime. So that was like an added bonus. Yeah, dude. I was like, ooh, it's kind of chilly here in LA and it's snowing in the game. <laughs> right. I love I love that, man. That 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 game is a uh, that game's really special, I think. I did you had did you play the original Spider-Man yet? The non-Miles no, Morales which, one? which I want to. Um, yeah. And I'm excited because I think they're coming out with another one that has both of them in it or something, right? Yeah, right. That yeah. should be the next one. Yeah. yeah, so I played that. I played, uh, yeah, a little bit of the Star Wars Fallen Order. Oh, I got and downloaded just to try out Multiverses. Oh, um, sure. Yeah. Which I think is a great idea, but it still kind of feels like, you know, it's like not, a, it's like loose Smash Brothers, like yeah. not, not tight, uh, you it's know, like with its gameplay. Smash Brothers or something. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't want to say that, but that's exactly <laughs> it. Clearly, and I think they even yeah. say they're in beta or something, like, and that's totally fine. It's, it's like but, a uh, microtransaction nightmare place though that too where it's like they don't even give you a lot of the characters you got to get them individually it's yeah so that's why i'm like okay like there could be a really good game in here maybe down the way but uh if i i'm just gonna play smash brothers if i'm gonna choose between those two yeah oh i mean smash brothers is like a you know a high watermark for video games period i think like yeah th- those other ga- there's also a nickelodeon one nickelodeon all-stars i think is like the name of it it's like another smash okay. clone but with nickelodeon okay. characters like spongebob uh well, that's kind of fun yeah not bad uh yeah, when they, yeah. they get when that game came out they had no voice acting in it oh so there was weird. just no <laughs> that's weird so you're they spongebob with, but without his voice yeah spongebob without the iconic voice um Man, that's crazy well that's uh, great, i'm also man. playing street fighter five P- getting uh, ready well, so that was the thing. I was like, oh, like I've only played Street Fighter basically at like arcades. Um, and I, yeah, so Street Fighter 6, I want to stream when that yeah. drops. So then I was like, oh, I should get five to like get used to the mechanics. And of course, Street Fighter 6 mechanics are totally different um, from what I see with like the energy bar and how oh, it's going to sure. play. Sure, sure. But with that said, uh, I've dedicated, you know, probably a decent chunk of time to like at least getting used to the world and the slight mechanics of like how to do combos, et cetera. Yeah. So did, did you ever play Street Fighter growing up? Like did some of that stuff no, come back to you? No. no. Oh, we played, we yeah. played like one of the Mortal Kombat's um, and then okay. from there, I mean, once Smash dropped on the 64, I was just like, oh, like this has really drawn me in with this yeah. like really chaotic style of fighting. Right. Um, but Street Fighter, I just... Even back then, I was like, I don't want to dedicate the time because so many people are putting like thousands of hours into this. Yeah. I mean, um, it, all those fighting games, I feel like, have that long tail of like people who are just godlike. Totally. Totally. And Street Fighter, because the mechanics have been virtually the same since its inception, since two. Yeah. Like the the roll the roll punch being like yeah. a main combo that you can, or a main special move that you can. 
uh, most of those characters that return their combos and moveset are the exact same game to game, yep. like Chun Li and Ryu. So it's and like I would argue it's a little similar for Smash too. You know? Oh, it's completely the same for yeah, Smash. Yeah. They they change characters very slightly. Exactly. But but and, when you're yeah. like so into the game, that can really matter game to game sometimes. Yeah. But man, uh, Street Fighter is such a great. I love Street Fighter. Oh, same. And that's also why I'm also like I think I got this at a good time and. I made the decision right away. I was like, I'm not going to sink too much time into five. I'm just really going to like kind of enter the, the house of Street Fighter through it because when six comes out and it has that new mechanic system, I feel like that'll at least level the playing field a little bit. And yeah. then I can sink a lot of time into that, hopefully with a lot of other people and maybe get good at a decent right. rate versus I'm like years behind for the mechanics of five, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Five, five I remember like uh, I was really hanging in there for a long time with five. Yeah. And then eventually it was just like, this game's just not like, it's not as, it's just not get doing anything for me. It's like, yeah. a lot of people okay. fell off of five, I think, hmm. but like I, uh, and again, that was another game that like launched with no campaign, like no story campaign. Mm-hmm. It had yeah. like a dramatically reduced character roster. Yeah. Um, so it took a long time for that game to become what it is today, which is like a, you know, a classic or something. Totally, but, totally. But I'm excited for six. I have not touched six. I've not looked at it. I'm excited for it to just come out. I'll be. Spoiler I mean, I free. would watch a trailer. <laughs> I don't. Is there like spoilers? Like I don't know the graphics. In Maybe the like who's in it or something. Yeah, the graphics look great. I'm. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, do you have a? Are... Do you do controller mainly, or or do you have a, a fight stick? Yeah. Oh no, we're we're a controller <laughs> here in this house. Yeah, this is a controller house. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a fight stick. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I'll have you over some time. I got two. We can, oh, excellent. Uh, we, can excellent. Do, we can do arcade yeah. control. I'll use your fight stick. Yeah, you can you come use our come use my fight stick. Um excellent. I have been playing a game. Um so uh listeners of the show might know that I was on my Pokemon. Uh I got well, Oliver, I got Poke Pilled, is what happened. And you got you took the Poke Pill? I took the Poke Pill. There was the third hand there. It was like red, blue, and then a Pokemon. The Poke pill. Yeah, totally. And I took the Poke Pill. Like I, I kinda got Poke Pilled. So we we've been talking Mon on this show for a while. We've been talking uh <laughs> talking about all the all the new guys uh in the new in the new game and uh I finished it, so it's over now. Nice. Done. I put and just Pokemon to be clear, because there's view. like a decent amount of like new Pokemon games. Which one are you playing? Sc- I was playing Scarlet. Okay. So like the okay. new Generation Nine, like the newest mm-hmm. generation that came out around Christmas time last year. And excellent. Have um, you caught them all? I so I. <sighs> I've caught them all so many times in my life that yeah. I I don't really I catch all the new ones mm-hmm. like the ones that I have that are new to that generation. I see, I see. And, and I get all the legendaries. Okay. And I beat the the game. I beat the yeah. Game. So yeah. that I do that, and then I feel at peace. I feel like I can move on. <laughs> but like I can, I don't need to go catch another Pidgey in my life. You don't need a Pidgey, but Pidgey's so fun. Pidgey. If he, if he, if I come across him early enough, I'll catch him. But if it's later okay. in the game and I'm already like I'm on like I need to get through this, I need to finish this because I'm I want to put this game behind me. Yeah, Pidgeys. There's no room for Pidgeys in my well, box. What about Pidgeotto? <laughs> now, if I find a Pidgeotto, I'm catching that guy. Then you're right catching away. it right uh, away. I feel like okay. Two things. Number one, I I wish <laughs> this is like so silly. I'm like 
I think it would just be fun in like a dumb way if they had the option of Pokemon where like you could go full Ash Ketchum and like not yeah. store your Pokemon in balls. Um, oh. And maybe they could just like trail behind you and you're they, just like. It's funny you say that. There's a mechanic in this game that you can do that with. Oh, that you, cool. Yeah. So like the, the leader of your party, who's ever like number one in your party slot, yeah. you can, you just hit like, I think it's like L1 or something. And then like uh, that Pokemon just like, gets out of its ball and runs around with you. And it's pretty crazy too. when it's not hmm. a Pikachu, but like a Gyarados or something oh, like yeah. a huge See, that, dragon. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, it, okay, and, that's and it's really kind of cool. cool. And they'll like, and they'll like go out and fight Pokemon around you without wow. you having to actually do the battle yourself. And they'll okay. get experience for it. It's, it's a pretty cool mechanic. That's, that's really fun. Uh, yeah. The other thing about Pokemon, and this is one of the things I miss the most about our era of like the infancy when the internet was just coming out. Yeah. is like all the rumors that weren't true about the oh. Pokemon games. I remember there was like the Blue rumor. Do you mm -hmm, remember that? Mm -hmm, How you had to yeah. like go to this one specific dungeon at like two in the morning. Right, and then real like, time. Yeah. Real time, yeah, exactly. And then like walk around and fight like four Geodudes and then the fifth one will be Peekaboo. And it was just completely false. But yeah. man, my hopes were high. Mm -hmm. I, I, I fell for a lot of the Mew... Uh, Same. Rumors. I mean, yeah, the new ones. There was like there was like a new one every week too, and yeah. all the websites back then were like black background with green text yeah. for some Geo cities. Yeah, com exactly. Slash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, anyways, Pokemon is done, and uh, yeah, I mean, I've I talked about it enough on the show, but I moved on to a game that I th I'm early prediction. Okay. For a game of the year contender. Oh wow, this is definitely big. indie game of the year for sure. It's an indie game. It's called Hi-Fi Rush. Okay. And uh, Hi-Fi Rush is, unfortunately, as of right now, uh, locked on the Xbox. So you let can me, play it on Xbox, PC. Um, Hi-Fi Rush, and to, to explain it to the people at home, it is a action-adventure game that's cell-shaded, a lot like uh, Wind Waker or like uh, yeah. maybe it looks uh, like, Jet Set Is it like Jet, Jet Set Radio is yeah. what I was thinking of. And you run, you are like a kind of a hero in a world full of like half robot half human people and you're kind of scott pilgriming your way to the top like fighting each like boss uh okay. and but the, the the hook with the combat though is that it's rhythm based oh so, man that's awesome yeah so they're playing like sick jams and you're having to like time out all of your combos um that sounds it's, amazing it's really good and it's got a pretty deep like like the mechanic of even that runs pretty deep of like the types yeah. of combos you can unlock and do. Why is it only on the Xbox? I don't know. Well, uh, I mean, the the Xbox is like in a weird place where it definitely needs like more exclusives. Okay. Like it, it's not it like Sony has all of the Last of Us and Horizon Forbidden West and all these like great exclusives. Spider Man's yeah. an exclusive to Sony. Mm -hmm. But Xbox doesn't really have like they have Halo, and that's and Forza. Okay, they need okay. more stuff. So I, I I think they're they're if they if I was them I would be paying a lot of money to Hi-Fi Rush to be like hey you're you're ours for yeah, at least a time. Yeah. But I could see this coming to PlayStation by the end of the year. I bet. I would hope so because that sounds really great, and it's I really love that great. style. Anything yeah. in the Jet Set Radio style, I'm like yeah. down for. Yeah. Oh, and and I would describe like the tone of the game is very like shonen or something. Okay. Like, okay. Like, so very like you know like 
you are leveling up as you're going through these bosses. Very yeah. like, uh, you know, I don't know, One Piece or something. Nice. Um, yeah, it's great. It's a good game. Uh, I recommend it. I will be. I. I. It's like it's not that long either. I think it's like a ten hour. Exp- oh you know, yeah, game that's from Tobac. Yeah, yeah. Just good. Very, so, very doable. Yeah, I think I did about three of those yesterday. Just, just had the Saturday of a lifetime, Oliver. Just nice crunching, Dude. crunching on some edibles and and uh, no, not a care in the world. Not a <laughs> care in the world. Okay, uh, let's get to the news. Um, okay, let's see here. So we got some new releases that came out. Um, what do we got? Okay, well, we've all been waiting, and it's finally here. As of February 1st, uh, Football Manager 2023. Oh, my God. Is it finally out? It's finally out. You can manage no all your favorite way. football teams in Football Manager 2023. Oh, my God. I've been playing uh, Basketball Manager, and... That mm-hmm. one was just not up to par because right. it wasn't football. Yeah, and I do need to clarify here, football is soccer in this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't understand how we've gotten here. Like, how has society made it to this point where That's we have true. two sports with conflicting names? Yeah, right. And with, with so many words in all languages we could use to describe. So many. And, and, yeah. and for us Americans, why did we ever call it football? There's, yeah. it's the amount of times you hit it with your foot, it's like half a second. You yeah, know? it should be like, called CTE ball, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a Chef Life, a restaurant simulator came out. Okay. Okay. Now, now this is another sort of sim game I think where you're being a chef. Uh what what system is that for? Oh, PS5, Xbox Series X, Switch. Okay, excellent. And is it like a pretty standard restaurant simulator cuz I want one of these to be like go full like the menu, the movie. Oh, great. Have like a good story. Yeah, have like yeah, a good story good. and just like, you know, maybe your boss is like a raging lunatic. That's fun. I like that. I something about just looking at one photo of Chef Life Simulator, Chef Life a restaurant simulator makes me think it's not that. This one says it features the Michelin guide, which I guess is a <laughs> Uh, so it, maybe it's a real, it's, it's real world. You know, we're going gritty. Yeah. Right, right. Real world. Uh, uh, Deliver Us Mars came out. Okay. Uh, uh, what is that about? It's a good question. It's an adventure game. And. Oh my God. It looks like they have like a baby Yoda pod following the protagonist around. And can you even imagine if that was the case? <laughs> what kind of hijinks you could get into with a baby Yoda pod? Oh, this I game mean, looks like it has pretty decent graphics, actually. Yeah, no, this this looks like it's like at least taken significant amount of developing. Uh, yeah, looks right. Very pretty. Yeah, it looks a pretty looking game. It hate looks to, a lot prettier. Hate than, to make fun of it when it's such a pretty looking game. No, totally, totally. Uh, it's it's definitely outdoing Chef Life in terms of graphics. Chef yeah. Life looks like it was released mm. on the Nintendo DS. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, not wrong. Uh, uh, let's see here. Tales, the Backbone Preludes came out. The and this ba- looks like a game for like furries, kind of, because it's all like human fox and Whoa. human raccoon Oh people. my God, it's it's in the furry. Yeah, this is in the furry genre, it oh, looks like. I think the Backbone is a is like an a game that came out 
last year that's like you're a detective fox. I think it's this is like a game in that in that same universe. Okay. So when you said tails, I actually punched into Google like T A L E S. Okay. Um, but it's like tails T A I L S. Yeah, it's more like tails from Sonic. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, that's so it's kind of like a pun. <laughs> I guess you could say that. Yeah. And then of course we have The Pathless came out. The Pathless. Mhm. And this is a Oh, it's an Annapurna interactive game. Annapurna's a good uh they're a good like uh Yeah, publisher. we we like Annapurna. Yeah, they're they're really artsy. Games okay. that'll make you cry, you know. I mean, I'm looking right here. Yeah, it looks like you got a hawk and a bow and arrow. It, you know, looks like it could presumably take place in the the Hyrule universe almost. Oh um, my gosh, yeah. But or you know, if only they had a little baby Yoda in a pod. Oh, just we need to go full, yeah, <laughs> full <laughs> crossover in one of these guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was it. Nothing. Nothing really came out. I guess you could say. Uh. Uh. But next week. Got a pretty controversial title dropping. What, what, wow. What is it? Everybody, everybody who comes on the show, I gotta hear their, their take on Hogwarts Legacy. What's our what's the plan here? Oh are my we, god. Are I mean, we gonna are we gonna return to Hogwarts once again to fight evil? Or are uh, we <laughs> I saw a, I saw just a news clip the other day and they were like upset about the fact that there was not gonna be a morality system. For that game? Oh, yeah. It's almost like they're trying to avoid. (laughs) So that's what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, they don't want any controversy. Mm -mm. Like, morality doesn't exist in the Hogwarts universe. No. Um, I don't know. Are you? I. Are, I. I think it's so difficult because every every person who has uh, kind of betrayed society, I think, deserves <laughs> betrayed deserves, Turn like, their back on society. To put it, I mean, for J.K. specifically, it's especially disappointing for someone. Oh man, I think there's two things happening. Either J.K. had some amazing ghostwriters, or J.K. Mm. is uh, maybe mixing pills with wine or something. Like, yeah. just unable to yeah. see that she herself has kind of become the villain she wrote about, totally. which is just very, very strange. So yeah, I can't figure out which one of those is true. Did she have some ghostwriter editors, or is she kind of like maybe uh, doing too many drinks or drugs? Yeah, it's that weird thing too. Also, I suspect of like, I mean, it could be drink drinking and drugs too, but it also could be just like, oh, I have a ton of money in my own world. I'm the queen of it. Like, I yeah. there's nobody higher up than me. So if I want to double down, yeah, I'm gonna double down. It's like, it's that thing of like, you know, George Lucas is not a very offensive person to me. I like George Lucas, but. When the, those Star Wars prequels came out, there was all those stories about people like not knowing how to tell him things were bad because okay. at that point he was he was like the biggest director. He'd created Star Wars, well, so clearly, no one felt like they could. This, you know, this I think is a very common problem. It's like no one telling Steven Spielberg the Fablemans might not be sellable. You know, right. even like, though the Fablemans. Good movie. Suppose that's the thing is I haven't seen it. I yeah. will see it because reviews are solid and everyone I talk to says it's great. So I'm gonna watch it. It's I'm good. just talking I, about I, sellability in theaters. Well, right? he it's his fault. Like Spielberg ruined the personal film for the rest of the world. <laughs> like when he created Jaws and like big blockbusters, that was it. There was no like no one cared about your little relationship I, drama. <laughs> I, I personally 
I, yeah, I have seen that take. I personally think, you know, the real dinger was that video quality at home got a lot better and also the way we consume media has changed. So like, if you're gonna go to the theater and spend money, you probably want to experience something that is more definitively taking advantage of the sound system and the size of the screen. You know, we can watch a drama at home very comfortably on our computer or TV, but you can only experience these kind of bigger movies with that sound in the theater. Yeah. Like, the problem is very obvious, and I feel like we've seen that especially last year with Fableman's uh, Tar, Whale, and Triangle of Sadness kind of bombing, right? But then, like, all these other movies, and even people were like, well, Everything Everywhere at Once did really well. And it's like, yeah, because, like, people saw the trailer and they're like, that's a big-looking movie. You know, yeah, that looks yeah. like very large and would take advantage of big screens, big sound, et cetera. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a big believer that audiences, they're just like, yeah, we just we go to the theater for big movies yeah, and, you know, a little less for yeah. drama. Yeah. If we're going to go like twice, like my family, I think about is like that's a family that will go to the movies twice, three times a year. Yeah. So when they go, they're going to see Ant-Man. They're going to see Avatar. They're totally. Gonna, they're going to go see those big movies because they also have kids, too. So it's like, yeah, yeah. You know, they they are not they ain't going to see Tar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that's but, uh, the thing. Yeah, yeah. I, that's the thing I, too. I appreciate is like, like AMC and the their whole A list program because because of stuff like that, it's gotten me into the theater more. Mm -hmm. th like this last year, I saw thirty two films in theaters. That was so many. I was watching because I because I also live walkable to an AMC at okay. the Americana over here in wow. Glendale. Way to so, way to brag. No, I'm just joking. Hey, it took me a long time. <laughs> took me seven years, but I finally got to a place where I can walk to a movie theater. Uh, I love that. Actually, that is the best though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys can walk to an AMC as well. We can walk <laughs> to a Regal and we can walk to an Alamo Draft House. So we got oh, we got right. options. We got um, options, yeah. But, but either but way, like, but yeah, I I you know, tar in theaters, great stuff. Banshees of Inishiring, great stuff. But everything is yeah. better in the theater. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Right. There's just it's it just in terms of like it's 2023 and yeah, we have screens crap, crap, everywhere yeah. and, and, and also screens have like there was a great quote from like I wanna say it was the Netflix CEO and I or HBO is one of the is either HBO or Netflix, and uh, he was like, honestly, our biggest competition isn't other video streaming services; it's Fortnite. <laughs> and everyone was like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "Because like, it's just anything that takes people's eyeballs mm. uh, when because it's on a screen. So it doesn't matter what's on people's screens. It could be a video game, it could be a movie, it could be a series." He's like, that's our competition. It's anything on a screen. It's right. not just video streaming platforms. Um, I mean, he's he's a, that's absolutely correct because I I'm very much a person who like winds down with a video game. I mean, it's no it should be no surprise to anyone listening to this yeah. show. I like that him. makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I it is more of a it's more of an effort for me to put in a Blu-ray or turn on I mean, a, a show or film. I, I think this is a great example. The other day I was playing the PlayStation 5, but there was a new episode of Poker Face, which I'm watching on Peacock great. right now by yeah. Ryan Johnson, and I'm also watching The Last of Us. I had a new episode of Poker Face and The Last of Us to watch, and I was playing PS5, and I literally thought like, mm, you know, it's getting a little late. Like, I'll just watch one episode of Poker Face. But I made the choice. It's a trade-off. Yeah. Like, I'm going to put the game away and then watch this show. Right. Yeah, there, I, mean, I mean, video games to me too like one thing i one thing that's it's just so it's frustrating but it is like um it's only frustrating because i remember a time when this wasn't the case but okay as soon as like like a show goes on yeah my phone is 
going on as well. Like okay. I am, I am not putting the phone down to watch a show. Like I, I it's like my hand has, there's like a magnet. Oh, I see. Are you saying I, you, you have trouble focusing? Like I, I, yeah, it's like, it's like I'm half in and half on Twitter and half on mm. Instagram and half checking, refreshing my emails, refreshing my emails. What <laughs> am I a hundred? So yeah, but it's like, uh, but yeah, so it's hard to concentrate. Whereas a video game, I can't be in my phone. I, yeah, it's all, it takes it's all, all the brain. Interactivity, yeah. And there's puzzle totally. elements to it. Man, video games rock. Anyway. They, they really do. And I feel that, honestly, like, that's also why, like, I'm more particular nowadays. Like, I'll do a thousand, like, you know, if you just put the office on in the background, then I'm going on my phone for sure. I've seen this a thousand times. Right. But if it's, like, The Last of Us, then I'll definitely make a conscious effort and be like, phone's going down. It's not even in the same room sometimes, yeah. you know, just to make sure, like, an intake Pedro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could, I could, I wish, I almost wish, like, Last of Us was, like, airing in theaters. <laughs> oh, like, man. For real. Yeah. That's, yeah. like, that's, like, a, uh. You know, then I would watch it and not pick up my phone because in the theater, you know. That's also honestly phone, like me and my wife, Nicole, dude, we love going to the theater for that very reason. Um, it's it's because it's like it's so sad. Like <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but like nowadays I feel like you're almost working 24-7 because of the phone. Right. Yeah. Everyone has so much access to you so they can text, they can DM, they can email. And yeah. all of that is very immediate. But like if you're in the theater, airplane mode. It's almost like oh, a mini vacation, you know? Totally. You're just like, work is gone. I'm in the theater. I'm, like, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially, like, you know, when you, especially when you have, like, non-traditional jobs that you can't just leave at the office, it's like, you know, I'm always, I'm only one email away, Oliver, <laughs> from getting my big break. Okay. Totally, totally. Uh, so uh, let's talk about a little uh, one only really one piece of news caught my eye that I want to talk about. And that is that the PlayStation Plus collection is ending. Oh, my God. In uh, May, I believe. Uh, uh, that's the last month. Can you so like coming game. from someone who's had the PS5 for three weeks and basically just was like, I want to play online. What do I need to do to do that? Right. Signed up for one of these. I honestly don't even remember which one, one. tier I, of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then like my friend was like, oh, you like get free games. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then this news comes out. So can you just very briefly describe what's happening here? Yeah. So PS Plus ending. It is. uh it's so specifically, it's the collection of games. So, so okay, let's rewind. When the PlayStation 5 came out, one thing they did um, was release 20 PlayStation 4 games that they called the PlayStation 5 Collection. Okay. And these were uh, like 20 PS4 games that they just gave you for free. If you That's cool. Had, if you had the service. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so you have access to these. Hmm until may i still think they're gonna every month do the free games thing and i think they're okay. still gonna update you know and, and and to be honest i think a lot of these games they'll, they'll just like absorb into like the regular ps plus tiers or whatever but like sony did something really stupid at the beginning of this whole ps5 thing where they like they messed up all of their like naming conventions for things like so it became very difficult to know what things were like are you talking about just like the the pricing tiers of these plans or yeah so at one point they had ps plus yeah ps now which oh were God. two separate services you could pay for <laughs> and then the ps plus collection yeah 
And so they tried to combine all these, but because they were separate offers, they all were under separate contracts. And so like at one point it all switched and I got a bunch of free months of PS plus the highest tier because I had already paid for PS now. Okay. It was like this, they've been trying to clean up not only their, they're like, naming conventions of like how they're marketing these things, but also like their UI sucks right now. It's so bad. I mean, um, yeah, it's, it's a yeah. little rough. It's hard to it know is. where things are. Like, yeah, oh, I it's like trying game. to navigate the it? menus in street fighter five. <laughs> yeah. Like the UI is brutally bad. Yeah. yeah. But some of these games include games like bloodborne, the original God of war from 2018 monster hunter. Ra- uh, wow. So uh, like world. legit titles. Yeah, big big Street Fighter Five, I think, yeah. is one of the titles. And, on there. and they're like, we're gonna take that away because yeah, yeah. they're free now, but they're gonna take it away. I don't know because it's been two years. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the impetus for this is. It seems like it's it's maybe more of a headline than it should be. Like I imagine they're just like, no, we're actually just moving these titles over to yeah. our regular program. Anyway, have you done any huh. of the PS like? streaming like through the ps plus uh uh through the the ps what (laughs) so ps (laughs) it's hard to talk about this because it's not one thing it's like there's like tiers to ps plus right yeah yeah okay so like there's one tier that gives you access to like a bunch of old games like ps3 Mm -hmm. titles and ps2 titles and all the games on there you can you can either download or stream you can oh. just stream them in, like oh, cloud gaming. Oh, I see. Yeah. I have, have you ever not done that. that? Yeah. No, I, the only thing I messed around with was the, like, playing your PlayStation, like, through your phone or computer yeah. screen. PS Home that, or something. Yeah. So, like, if you're not around your PlayStation and, like, it's still plugged in, then you can do that. But uh, I did not have much luck. I thought the, the latency right. was too much for it to yeah. be, like, really applicable. Yeah. I, I like I the spirit that, of it, though. Yeah. The technology's gotten good enough that i'm not wired in i'm not hardwired in i'm just doing wi-fi and Mm -hmm. i can play a game through cloud gaming on ps5 pretty well like it's nice i wouldn't want to play a fighting game that was that was the thing i tried like when i first got it i tried street fighter 5 and fortnite without being plugged in and it was like especially fortnite was like unplayable like the lag was so much being plugged in is truly like a must uh i find but uh You've had good luck with the streaming of the game, though. Um, yeah, which is just admittedly like that's like a private server that's like pumping the game directly to you as opposed to like Fortnite, which is a scenario where you have all these other different internets you're con- connected in, wired in or whatever. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's good. It's getting better. Like that, that cloud technology is getting better because that's the I mean, that's got to be the end goal here, right? Is that we get cloud gaming, no latency. So I mean, it's like, yeah, that would you, be you no incredible. longer have to store anything on a hard drive or any, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. And honestly, like the hard drive storing hasn't really been an issue for me yet. I right. feel like there is enough room and like the do things download quick enough and I'm not playing like 20 games at once. Um, sure. Have you sure. run into issues with that, though? Like, <laughs> well, because PlayStation 5, like every PlayStation 4 game is backwards compatible on PS5. Yeah. Um, my PlayStation library, this is not what I have stored on my console, but like what yeah. I have access to, it's like 470 games. That's like, insane. Yeah. But oh keep my in God. mind, I've had a PlayStation since 
one. I've had one, two, three, four, five. I've had them all. Ah. And as soon as PlayStation Four got started, like for I had that console for like six years, and they gave me three free games a month. You okay. know, like so a lot of these games are games I'll never play, or or I bought it on a sale and I just forgot about it or something. So it's yeah. like yeah, I, but there's a lot of stuff on there. So I think about like. I think, but yeah. So, so what actually sits on my PlayStation is like whatever I'm playing right now. So okay. I, 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 I don't really have console space issues either. I do kind of on my Switch because hmm. the Switch is like a different. I treat my Switch a little differently. That's where I store a lot of like indie games and retro mm. games on there, totally. and I like to have access to those. Like, so I like to keep that thing pretty, lo- like, maxed out. With yeah, space. yeah. So it's kind of tough sense. though. When what, a new game uh, comes out, I, I guess unrelated but related. Like, what what top three games are you looking forward to coming out uh, this year? Well, that's kind of an interesting question, actually. And I think that for Switch, you mean? Uh, no, for all systems. Like oh, across, for all systems. just top three, all systems. What are oh. your t- what's what's uh, you know Jeremy of the Mushroom Kingdom's top three? Well, good, good, good question. Let's look up uh, what games are coming out. <laughs> are coming out. In 2023. Well, I'm really looking forward to Hogwarts Legacy. Are no. you really? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, That's like, uh, honestly, uh, I've <laughs> never been huge on any of the Harry Potter. Like, I understand it's like a big yeah. game. There's a lot of effort. But like, I just have never been like, I need to play the game. But maybe right. it's going to be an awesome game. And also, yeah, I don't know. Uh, who knows? Um, I uh, Final Fantasy 16 is coming out this year. Okay. I'm a, I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan. Uh. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Oh yeah. That's a for that's sure. a day one for me. And then uh they're remaking the game Resident Evil 4, which is oh, a game yeah. I really liked. Uh, that back sounds in the awesome. Day. And I'm kind of curious about the Suicide Squad game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. rightfully so. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm curious like it's done by the team that made the Arkham games and those Arkham Asylum games are so good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what about you? Anything, uh, uh, now that you're a PS5 guy? Uh, you know, Tears of the Kingdom, for sure. Uh, Street Fighter, which we've covered, oh, and right. then number three, I'd say, is actually uh, Disgaea 7. Oh, you're a Disgaea fan. I love Disgaea. I think, I haven't played all of them, but I have really enjoyed uh, the ones I have played, and that, you know, the art style and the gameplay are it's both so, cool. so fun. Yeah. yeah. So I just saw, I think like three or four days ago, I saw they, they, they did confirm uh, Disgaea 7 is coming uh, in the fall to PS5, PS4, Switch, and PC. That's going to be so exciting, dude. Like, uh, I got to have you back on to talk just Disgaea sometime. Oh, Disgaea is so fun. Yeah, yeah, that's a game that, like, not a lot of people on this show have played. No. Um, but, oh, but my God. Great. Everybody listening, get on it. Especially the OG, you know, Disgaea proper. Mm-hmm. Just such a blast. Uh, yeah. And really, I feel like set the bar for that style of gameplay. Uh, that of course everyone has knocked off and done differently, but that one especially was just, um, I feel like so important in that time yeah. period. Great stuff. Um, okay, we are going to close out the news and we're going to take a quick <laughs> break. When we come back, we're going to talk about streaming, California streaming. Stay tuned for that. And welcome back to Video Games and Comedy Show. Here talking about streaming 
in uh, 2023. So Oliver Endall, guest extraordinaire. The um, best guest. The best guest, truly. Uh, what is... What made you want to get into streaming? Because I will say, early on, it can be a bit thankless. Oh, yeah. It's totally <laughs> thankless. It's 100% thankless. And luckily for me, I have the mental advantage of really knowing that. So, like like I said, my, my world is like photography and specifically dance photography. Uh, the Instagram is doing well. So, I spend a lot of time creating content for Instagram, right? So like creating photos of myself, creating photos of other people, posting in a story, posting on the feed, making little uh, short reels for Instagram and TikTok, and even YouTube now, which has their own short form media. And uh, when I've done kind of these consulting jobs, I basically tell people, I'm like, here's the roadmap of what you need to be shooting and how often you need to be creating and more specifically posting, whether it's in your feed, your story, and everywhere. Yeah, you're, you're kind of a guy who... You've been doing this as long as it's existed. Since exactly. You've been able to. So you're an ex, like a legitimate expert on this. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And also, it's like it changes all the time. And when I'll do, because people will hire me, like I did a presentation two weeks ago in San Diego for a bunch of people, and I'll just talk all social media and basically how mm -hmm. they can market themselves and their business. And I tell them at the beginning, I'm like, this is going to be great information for the next, like, you know, six to eight months. Right. But if you're still doing exactly this a year from now, you're doing it wrong. Because yeah. it constantly changes and like the internet evolves drastically and what people want out of the internet changes as well. So you just really have to have your finger on the pulse. Um, but with do that you said... Ever, do you ever get tired? Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Totally. It kind of seems like um, in some ways, and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like maybe sometimes it feels like Sisyphus or something. There's no end. It's yeah. like... It's like going over Niagara Falls in a barrel, but you never hit the water. You know, you're just kind of tumbling around in your barrel forever. Right. And I think that's another misconception is people, uh, especially if they haven't had any viral success, always are just kind of pining after something, even remotely taking off and getting traction. Yeah. And what happens is when that does happen, then they just want it again. And then they want it again. <laughs> and they want it again. It's almost like an aging Hollywood actor who wants to get back on top, you know, right. to feel that validation right. and that love. And it's yeah. like you could... You'll always want that, and it'll never be enough. There's no point where it will ever be enough. Yeah. So that's the thing that you also have to realize is like, it's about being consistent for a long amount of time to create a community. Mm -hmm. Like that's truly how to do social media correctly. And I think Twitch is the same way. Like mm -hmm. Twitching and podcasting, I think are very similar where you do have different topics being discussed, but kind of at the core, a lot of it revolves around the hosts and spending time with right. the hosts and kind of getting to know them and enjoying them. It's the same thing as like Ryan Seacrest, effectively. He was American Idol, he was on the radio, yeah. uh, any kind of personality over the years, right? Mm -hmm. But I and tell I, people, and I kind of yeah. feel like my listeners, you know, of Video Games and Comedy Show are sort of like freaks for me. And I kind of, and I kind of look at them like they're disgusting to me a little bit. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you guys, anyone listening to this show is really gross and, and, and disgusting and I'm kind of like this king on a mountain is, is sort of how I treat my fans and kind of list you know that's I love it I love it just uh, yes be like yeah. a Brooklyn bartender just put them yeah. down you know yeah it's a lot of yeah. nagging yes exactly <laughs> it's like what do you want yeah. what do you want yeah. from me yeah. yeah I'll be like I'll be like give me five stars you piece of shit <laughs> honestly I'm completely here for that um <laughs> 
Yeah. So anyway, uh, but it's completely thankless. And so many people, especially a lot of people move out to LA. I'm shooting, you know, models, actors, Mm -hmm. dancers, and they all want to be social media famous. And I tell them I'm very open about what does well and how to gain success. But the thing I tell them is it's going to be, you know, you got to be consistent for like a couple years to actually do it right. And you're not going to be, like you said, it's thankless. There's yeah. not going to be this massive validation. You're going to have little spurts of it, but you just have to kind of plow through it and keep it going. Mm-hmm. And I would think you, a lot of people, yeah. Would you recommend, like, uh, also, if you're, if you're going to try to do something like this, yeah, definitely picking something that you love, no? Oh, if, 100%. If you, 100%. Like, because that'll keep me from doing stuff, right? Is if I'm not loving what I'm doing. So, like, that's why I, I always struggled, like, coming up with, like, a Twitter character or like a twitter uh-huh. a strong twitter presence because i hated tweeting i hated doing uh-huh. that i hated yeah, like yeah. you know what i mean so it wasn't it didn't bring me joy yeah uh yeah so i think there's two ways to go about this um obviously i know a lot of people who do online stuff and to their credit i am a firm believer in create the content that interests you mm. uh, but with that said not everything is going to be the Mona Lisa of your content. (laughs) Some of your content you will like, maybe mediocrely, but you're like, you know what? It's good enough. And just, you have to be consistent. So you have to put it out there. Mm -hmm. And then other things you come up with are going to be amazing. You're just going to be head over heels for it. And it might bomb, you know? Right. Uh, But so I still believe though, at the core that anything I'm putting out, I at least like a little bit. Right. Versus I do know other very successful creators and they're not shy about saying I would never watch my own content and the stuff I put out. Right. Yeah. And like, that's not for me personally. But at the same time, no knock. Like they're killing it and they're unbothered by it. And they just, they can just do it. And it doesn't like matter, you know? So I don't think it's like a one size fits all. I think it really depends on what you're, who you are, what you're doing and what you're trying to achieve. But um, yeah. What would you say in general? Like, I mean, like, cause you are a guy who I, I look up to as being very, sort of zen like and you you seem to have a nice balance in your life i don't know if you're heavily are you in therapy (laughs) i ask him on pod uh no but i feel like you 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 seem to be like a guy who's like um grounded uh yeah i try to be what is what is your ultimate goal through all of the is it just to basically have a career doing something very fun that you like or so i guess that's that's the thing right is like Throughout my career of social media and photography, uh, it has my goals have changed. Mm-hmm. And because at first the goal is just like, I kind of want to make a name for myself. And then you make a name for yourself. And right. then the goal changes after that. And then it's like, what are you specifically trying to achieve? Right. Um, and now, you know, now I've been in the, the dance world so long. Like I've kind of done that whole thing. I've accomplished a lot of what I wanted to do when it comes to creating uh, art specifically revolving around dance and specifically ballet. Mm-hmm. So nowadays, uh, I think my goals for 2023 are really to just branch out of that a lot. Yeah. Uh, make more art that's not centered in dance, whether it's photos or videos. Like video is something that's really interesting. Yeah. I love photos. And what I like about photos too is like the um, kind of like the human experience, right? Like just coming up with ideas when you're on set you know, talking about like what poses are and et cetera, like that human interaction is so much fun. And like, mm-hmm. you know, you're having fun, like dancers, models are having fun. Like everyone's just in the artistic zone. 
Right. So that's fantastic. Um, with that said, I have so many photos just on my hard drive <laughs> that are just so awesome. I'm like, you just, I can't, you know, I post when I can, but at the same time, like we're living in a video era right now and mm -hmm. photos are not crushing just in terms of like how humans behave. We're sending videos to each other in the DM and that's really driving video engagement. Mm -hmm. So photos, you really never DM a photo to your friends. It doesn't matter what the photo is unless it's a meme. So we're sure. kind of in this storytelling phase where we really like storytelling, especially through video. Mm. So I really love photos. I'll always do photos, but videos especially are kind of calling me and driving me. Um, and yeah. Whether, yeah. So this year I really want to do more non-dance related videos. Um, but yeah, at least in terms of my career, it's kind of uh, really branching out from the dance world and doing more non-dance related things. And whether that's streaming for video games or whether that's a podcast that's just about nothing or even, you know, kind of putting out almost like stand-up-esque comedy videos, mm -hmm. um, kind of like all the above, just to throw, yeah, cast, throw some cast a lot them. of nets and yeah, uh, yeah do that. Yeah. So it's all over the place. <laughs> Great. Well, uh, I, I'm, I'm eager to get into what your experience has been like streaming so far since you're fairly new to the world uh, of it. Uh, and then I have just like... You know I, know, I know you're still kind of figuring it out and figuring out your presence and your character. So I got a bunch of pitches on types of characters that you oh, could uh, you could be on on stream. But we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Love that. Do you um uh? So did you watch any? Did you were you like a fan of any streamer before you started, or was this a situation where you had to like sit down and start researching? Like okay, this was who's a, this, of course I had heard of Ninja and seen some of his videos. Right. Um, just because what are you under a rock if you haven't? Yeah. You know, He's like huge. it's like. It's like if you have never heard a Taylor Swift song, like that's almost, you must be a real hermit. Um, yeah. I've seen ninjas sing a Taylor Swift song. No. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, but honestly, I know I was not like, I never was going on Twitch. I was not watching streamers. I'd shot some people that were decently large Twitch um, presences. And I'd talk to them about, uh, you know, how Twitch worked on shoots. And that was very interesting because it was all over the map, kind of like uh, Instagram. So some people were really raking it in through Twitch and the advertisements. And they had kind of like, uh, you know, this was their presence and personality. And then other people were kind of using Twitch to drive their fan base and traffic to a different website to kind of like, uh, you know, capitalize on that. Mm -hmm. um, and then everything in between. So I would kind of get their input as to what worked for them. But really, when it came to myself, I had no ideas. Uh, and also, I just knew nothing about the platform. So I really liked, I spent like probably at least 10 or 12 hours just on Twitch, watching various streams, going from stream to stream, seeing what people did, how people interacted with each other in the chats. And what really struck out to me was the, um, like the hyper fanness of it. So like yeah, people that right. become your fan on Twitch, like they really get to know you mm -hmm. and are truly such a fan of you. It's like, you know, they're saying very powerful. personal things. Very powerful, honestly. Some JK yeah. rolling stuff. <laughs> so, like, you you see this uh, a lot in uh, YouTube vloggers. So, like, anyone who knows their money's worth for social media marketing will tell you there's nothing as powerful as vlogging. If you can make a good vlog and upload, like, one or two a week for two years, you'll just be famous hands down. Like, you'll be in People Magazine famous. But wow. the problem is, is that that's too hard. Um, vlogging consistently like that takes so much time and effort and work. Money... If you're doing it right, you're probably going to need at least one person filming you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but once again, the people who hit that level of success on YouTube by vlogging, they're making the most money because right. their fans are the most powerful because their fans actually care. So it was really interesting to see a similar range of fans through people on Twitch. 
Like the people that are subscribed and interacting in the chat and donating money, like they really care about the person who is streaming and they are very big fans. Um, and I've heard this as well, things like VidCon, if there's a room where you have like a short form entertainment star, so someone who's only famous on TikTok or Instagram, mm-hmm. will have a harder time putting butts in uh, chairs versus someone who's on YouTube or Twitch will have a very easy time. Sure. Because their fans are just literally more dedicated because by definition, they spend more time with them. Yeah. Short form media, you're spending what, 10, 30, 60 seconds at most with this person? On Twitch yeah, and YouTube, it's, it's almost- much longer. It's almost hard to imagine the short form folks coming out and doing like an hour because you're like, yes. you're like, what, well, what would that even be? Whereas you know what to expect with your exactly, long form. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I did a lot of watching and kind of like just trying to psychoanalyze like what's what's reaching people here, what's working, what's not working, um, and then trying to get to know the culture and seeing what that was all about. So yeah. So if you had to describe your presence right now, what did you what did you kind of go with? You 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 kind of I cuz I I I started watching you but it was very early and I think you were just doing a test. <laughs> yeah, so also yeah. oh my god, the barrier of entry is still so high, I think. Yeah. So like it's way too high. Uh right, cuz I right. I even waited a while. Like I just got into this like 2 3 weeks ago and I was like I thought it was gonna be a lot easier. I have a lot of equipment. I have like mm-hmm. two Sony Alpha cameras. I have a smaller Sony vlog camera. Like I got mic stuff. Right. I got a whole bunch of things and it was still very difficult to actually set up correctly and make look good and get going. Yeah. The Mac of it all, right? It was sort of the Even, Mac issue. <laughs> I, I do have the M1 and that was very difficult because like, uh, cause yeah, I, I went through two different video capture cards trying to use those and just mm-hmm. no luck. I finally got the, there's an audio issue. Either way, even when I got everything functioning properly, the latency from the uh, video capture cards was just brutal. Right. And I was like, yeah, so that was kind of a no-go. So I finally found a situation that works for me. Yeah. But even then, there's just, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of totally. cords. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I was just like, wow, this this is definitely gonna be even more streamlined in the future. Right. Uh, especially as tech progresses even further. But, um, but yeah, so in terms of character, I'm probably just not gonna do something. I might do bits coming up, sure. but for now, I think it's really just like, cause I also found what um, was decently successful was almost, so like, have you done Twitch research? Not a ton, no. Great. But I mean, so, other, than, other than my own doing it. <laughs> so you know. some of the research I found said that actually one of the most popular times in terms of like peak people watching streams was actually mm-hmm. 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Yeah, right, cool, yeah. And I, I can get down with that. My takeaway on that was because, and I've had so many people say similar things. My takeaway on that is that people have it on in the background while they're working. Yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's the thing is that's kind of where basically I'm starting is that I'm playing a game. And sometimes I'll talk about like movies that are coming out, TV shows I'm watching, uh, upcoming video games. And just like, yeah. I'll just like interject those while I'm playing. But I'll also kind of talk about like the level, what's happening, like who's coming right. at me and just kind of describing what's going on. But it's like very chill. Um, it's not like I'm in your face blasting you and yelling and like being a very animated character. Right. Um, I think it would be a nice one maybe to have on in the background while you're working. Or if you just want to pop in, talk about some movies, talk about some social media or photography or any of the things really I'm into. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm really not coming at it from like, sometimes I see like Twitch replays and it's like, they're like just bombastic and like being very loud yeah, and very it's zany. very embarrassing. I feel like that it's, that type of streamer and that type of attitude is hopefully going to go away. Yeah. Cause it, and that's the thing is, yeah. It's not sustainable. Yeah. It seems like to be like that 
at totally. high energy, you know? Totally. And that's the thing. And also it might make maybe a nice 12 second clip that'll get you a lot of views, but what are you <laughs> going to do? Keep that up for two hours or more? Yeah. Like, and that's the thing where I'm just like, that's also like, like I said earlier, I'm a big believer in doing like what you're interested in. And like, this is kind of like what I would do. I'd probably put my stream on in the background, maybe pop into the chat. If I heard something about The Last of Us, be like, oh yeah, like that episode was nuts, you know? Yeah, and then right. like kind of just continue enjoying it. Um, almost like you're just hanging with a friend. Um, I love that. Um, but I was thinking, you know, I mean, that's a good idea and all, but maybe there's <laughs> maybe there's a couple of, uh, I don't know, once you hear some of these pitches, it might change your mind, okay? I'm down. I'm down. So I'm going to throw this one at you. So Oliver, you know, you say, you know, you're, 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 you're playing, you're kind of doing this for the first time, and I was thinking, well, you know, who might also uh, be doing something like this for the first time? is an alien from outer space. Okay, okay. So here's what I'm thinking. You're like an alien from outer space, and what you're doing is you're streaming these games, Fortnite, because you're trying to understand our human world. I love that. I love this. I love this character. I'm honestly... Yeah. And I'm you yes do think, and you it. talk, you say things like bleep blorp, bleep blorp, like you're you're not you're, you don't really <laughs> know English yet. You're like learning it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Maybe that could even be my name is bleep blorp, bleep blorp, bleep blorp, and and maybe we also kind of like put some makeup on you. We kind of do oh, like a yeah. Star Trek thing. And, for sure. Yeah, no, yeah. I think I just need to wear like head to toe green outfit. Yes, uh, absolutely. And then I can just become a green screen, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. And yeah. uh yeah, and then we'll definitely green screen you and maybe there's some I love that. behind you. I love that. Something. I think yeah. I think we should take that and then mm -hmm. yeah, maybe even take it further, you know? Easy, it's, easy to yeah. take it further. Yeah. There's uh, there's a lot of room to go, I think. Definitely. Definitely. That. I'm yeah, thinking I'm an alien. I've been on Earth, <laughs> but I'm trying to fit in, so I'm also I've taken on a persona on top of that. You know oh. what I mean? I love a like, hat on a hat character. It's a hat on a hat. Yeah. So maybe I'm an alien who's pretending <laughs> to be like a burnt out pizza delivery man. That's and perfect. Yes, yes. That's perfect. So I know like a lot yeah. about the various toppings at like Domino's, yeah. like too much. Um, I love this. Kind of the I love this yeah. guy. This guy's really charming to me. He's pretending to be a burnt out pizza <laughs> delivery guy. He's actually an alien from outer space trying to figure out how humans work. And Fortnite is really confusing him because he's like, so confusing. He's like, this is what it's like here. You got to do all this. <laughs> Honestly, I was I, so funny you bring this up because I just thought to myself this morning because uh, I had my, I, my iPod going, I had my iPhone going and nice. I had some music playing and uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer came on. Oh. And I was thinking it'd be so weird if an alien visited our planet because there's so much stuff like Rudolph where like in the song, they literally say the lyric like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you'll go down in history. <laughs> and like there's so many iterations of that song yeah. being sung across the globe if you're an right. alien you'd be like this rudolph really made history like humans love this he was thing huge he was huge exactly um, yeah i love that yeah that's great well this is a good this is a kind of a good character let's put a pin in him i think i think I like he's it. he's very bleep fleshed blorp. out we'll keep him we'll put it bleep blorps we'll put him to the side okay um here's a, here's a, another kind of different kind of pitch okay um, so this is a character where you're, you're a death row inmate. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so we're changing tone completely. Am I also an alien pretending <laughs> no, to be a human? <laughs> no, we'll see maybe later, but right. Okay. The way you position is like, you're like, I've only got 
six months to go. Six months to go. Before. Yeah. So it's dark. It's gritty. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like we're in the to, Batman. Yeah, it's kind of like the Batman, and you're and you're trying to play as many games and connect to as many people as you can before. Okay, I love that. And maybe on top to of that, he's also like a huge fan of Twilight, but like Team Jacob, you know. <laughs> and that's maybe how he got into this mess to begin with, because he ran into some guy, Team who was Edward, Team Edward, I and mean, they this... got into a brawl. And he murdered him. And it wasn't his fault. That's another big part. It wasn't his fault. And you got to yeah. keep kind of making sure you go, it wasn't my fault, you know? Yes, I love that because, yeah. and and then maybe it turns out like while I'm sitting in this jail cell, like that guy <laughs> who I thought I murdered actually like peeks his head around the corner and he's oh, still alive because guess what? My. He is a vampire. Oh my God. I love this too. And maybe we can sort of like get like, uh, Congress to like do no more death penalty because yes. of this this stream. I love pushing for yeah mm-hmm. socio political activism through yeah. this stream character. We'll yeah. sort of prove that the death penalty is wrong by okay. by using your character in the story of this vampire. This is great. We can his... also bring a light to how like terrible the prison system is and how inhumane oh, yeah. we treat prisoners. Yeah. Oh so yeah. So there's a lot of good we could do with this character. Uh huh. Yeah. And 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 I think it's just got a built in sort of character here you're like you're like i didn't do it i my lawyer the lawyer i it's a conspiracy i tell you yeah yeah and then we and then we bring in the lawyer character and like maybe that's you i'll play him you're also i'll play him in a heartbeat i love that i love that (laughs) and you're delivering dominoes on the side and you're burnt out you know like you're it's the gig economy uh there's because lawyers in this in this sort of reality we're constructing don't make enough money anymore. Yes, yes, it, exactly. Very, like, they've been they've been account. replaced by like a chatbot, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was watching a, a a show. Fleshman is in trouble. This is like a little side thing. Have you heard of the show? Okay. Fleshman is in no, trouble. No, that's a weird title. <laughs> yeah, I only saw the first episode, but in it they like pretended doctors don't make a lot of money, and oh, I was that's like, funny. Uh, they like tried to make the audience believe that. They were like, okay. yeah, well, we don't make, I know I don't make as much. I'm a doctor, you know, I basically do it because I love it. That's hilarious. I mean, <laughs> like, it reminds what? me of like, I'm a big 30 Rock fan and the most, that's a very absurdist show, but the most absurdist thing is the ongoing joke that Tina Fey, the head writer for this SNL show is super poor. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And the whole yeah. show, she like has no money. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they also do the thing where they say they pretend Tina Fey is not attractive. Of the whole yeah, show. Yeah, that's a big, too a big well. joke. Yeah. 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 Very funny. I think, Very I think funny that's joke. Also, yeah. I, that's, you know, it's also so funny. That reminds me of uh, we rewatched New Girl. Have you uh-huh. seen that show? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's the three dudes. Um, and it's the guy <laughs> who is her love interest. I can't remember. What's his real life name? He's also in so Jake many other Johnson? things. It, does he play the principal in 21 Jump Street? One with Jonah Hill? Oh, maybe. Jay, it, I, I, I'm thinking of like, what's his name? In, Let me just Google. It's not Schmidt. It's not. It's not Schmidt. Oh, it's Jake Johnson. Yeah, yeah. So he plays Nick Miller. And they have a joke in like season one, I think, where everyone's just like, oh, yeah, he's super fat. And yeah. it's just so bizarre to go back and rewatch that now because like yeah. he looks like completely normal. Right. Um, or just like, like, or yeah, or like not, Love Actually was like that too, where they had that joke about. I was like, dude, I am I am a larger yeah. human being than that person is. Yeah. yeah. And like I would never describe and also just the terminology they used like was also like so yeah. offensive in that way. I was like, we are not talking about, yeah, 
like people that way anymore. I was just like, wow, this is so strange. And even, yeah, comparing him to like a quote normal size body, I was like, wow, like this aged very fast. (laughs) Yeah, the standard, yeah, what a weird, what a weird thing. Like what does normal even look like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's that show. I feel like How I Met Your Mother shows a community. There's like all these shows that like all the jokes are like, oh no, they're like (laughs) problems now. But that kind of does lead me into my uh, next pitch though. What do we got? I'm here for it. So everyone knows in the show, New Girl, it was Jess and she had her three roommates. But I'm proposing that maybe you are a secret fourth roommate. To no them. way. Or, th- or fifth. <laughs> Whatever. How many there are, you're one more. And you're a guy who's just streaming in his room and all the New Girl stuff is happening outside of his room. I'm obsessed with this. This and is he's great. like, I don't want to yeah. get caught up in this. Yes. Jess yes. Is playing the ukulele again. It's ruining <laughs> my streams. You have like a, that's whole a great. Yeah. D E plot. And you can just like interject it with the plot points of yeah. that show. I, I love this. <laughs> yeah, it reminds Schmidt. me too, going back to what it reminds me of like what JK has done after the Harry Potter <laughs> has ended where she's just, have you seen all these jokes where she's like, Oh yeah. Like it turns out Snape had a horse that stood just off screen mm-hmm. of like every shot with Snape. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, or like Dumbledore is gay. I think was the first big, that one was exactly. And that's kind of like what led to these jokes. But then the biggest one was the, like the toiletry system at Hogwarts. Mm. Did you see that? No, where she was like, good. Yeah, Hogwarts used to not have plumbing and like wizards would just use their magic to make their, uh, you know, bathroom stuff go away. And everyone was like, everyone was like, (laughs) did you write the second book? Because like the plumbing at Hogwarts is an essential plot point to the Chamber of Secrets. Like, just very strange. Uh, I mean, wow, that's interesting. (laughs) I... I did not know that, but that is crazy to think that they could just make their, that you just do like Al- Kalamazoo. Yeah, and Kalamazoo. Like, and, and, you and then there to go goes to the, the poo, you know, anymore. like yeah. uh, <laughs> there goes the poo. Wow. So just super strange. But I love your idea of just being the fourth roommate. Um, totally. This is, this is an excellent one. Uh, yeah, we'll have to come up with a name for that character. And I'm imagining that on like when we're not seeing him stream, he's kind of like a pizza delivery guy. I think that's a know? great idea. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's not burnt out yet, though. He's just no, like no, totally no. here. Brand new, bright eyed, yeah. bushy tailed. He's just excited to get out of the house because there's so many hijinks happening back there's, in his apartment. And like they're they're always like your roommates are always playing the like new American game with all this like beer <laughs> and like these crazy rules. Like a lot's going on. Yeah. Winston's dating someone new and it's yep. just a nightmare. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Schmidt's cleaning again again you Ugh, know there's yeah. just there's a lot going on yeah well that's about all i got oliver Endall. thank you so much for joining me on uh this episode of video games and comedy show uh i'm excited to uh yeah have you plug now for the listeners like where can people find you what do you want people to know and specifically like streaming and schedule and all that because this is how yeah we, so streaming how we get butts and, schedule, and seats butts and seats so on twitch it's just my first and last name could not be more simple oliver Endall. o-l-i-v-e-r E-N-D-A-H-L. So that is my Twitch channel. That is also my uh, like Twitch Instagram. That is my Twitch YouTube. And that is my Twitch TikTok. Just Oliver and then Endall. Mm-hmm. Currently, I am streaming a little bit every day just to get off the ground. But with that said, I think the schedule coming up 
will probably be like the long term will probably be like Monday afternoon, Tuesday afternoon, and Thursday afternoon. So at this very moment when this is happening, it's every single day a little bit. Yeah. But going forward, probably Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah, great. Well, you can follow Oliver over on Twitch and uh, his many social media platforms of which he's doing great work. I've been a follower for a long time. Uh, Beautiful photography. It's so funny. It's like my feed is because of you. My feed is like (laughs) mostly comedians and then every so often a ballet, a a beautiful image of a ballerina. Nice. Um, I love that. Yeah. And if people want to follow the ballet account, that's uh, ballet, B-A-L-L-E-T and then Zeta, Z-A-I-D-A. So ballet Zeta. Um, there's all the dance photography and yeah, maybe your feed can have some dance in it too. <laughs> uh, yes. P- bring some dance to your feed. Come on. You know, you need it. You know, you want it. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA comedy show. If you like what you heard, you want to hear more of it and you want to pay for that content. You can go to patreoncom slash super NPC radio. We are well underway with our super Mario 64 games club, which has been an absolute blast to do. I mean, every time we sit down and record that thing, it's, uh, it gets better and better every time. Um, we're having a great, we're having a great time over there at the at the uh, Super Mario 64 Games Club. Join us, join the family, and join the Discord. We actually have a Discord up now that's been uh, really cool to connect with people on like a deeper, maybe even a little more meaningful level. Uh, we'll have the Discord uh, link up in the show notes along with the Patreon. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode about a brand new thing. Bye-bye. You think you're so radical. I think you want to stop